One sees press reports about the death penalty in the United States mostly having to do with questions regarding lethal injections. What is the status of the death penalty in the United States, and how does it compare to the worldwide situation? You are listening to Reach MD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that drives cures to patients through repurposing generic drugs for new uses. And with me is Dr. Arthur Zittrin, Professor Emeritus of Psychiatry at the New York University School of Medicine and a former Director of Psychiatry at Bellevue Hospital in New York. Dr. Zittrin is the lead plaintiff in a case where, for the very first time, physicians who took part in executions were charged with professional misconduct. The case is currently before the State Medical Board. Dr. Zittrin and I are discussing the global perspective of the death penalty and the role that a physician plays in executions. Dr. Zittrin, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you so much. So, Dr. Zittrin, let's start with that question. What is the status of the death penalty in the United States, and how does it compare with the situation worldwide? Well, uh, I'll give you, if I can, a quick overview. There are 38 states in the United States that have death penalty laws. There are today 3,350 death row inmates in those states. Since 1976, there have been in the United States 1,089 executions. That's as of the first of this month. And uh, last year, 2006, there were 53 executions in the United States, and there have been 32 so far this year. Now, worldwide, there are 300 countries that have abolished the death penalty. No country in the European Union has the death penalty. Last year, 91% of all executions in the world were carried out by six countries. They are China, Iran, Iraq, Sudan, Pakistan, and the United States. And of those executions, which percentage was the United States? Where were we ranked? We were fairly low down in terms of the numbers. There were over a 1,000 executions in uh, China uh, last year, and I said there were 53 executions in the United States. And when you talk about executions in foreign countries, are these executions as a result of some legal proceeding and some uh, court-required execution? Well, one hopes that that was the case, but the fact is, as you know, that we don't know uh, very much about the details of the judicial processes in some of these countries, and what we do know indicates that there's a lot to be desired in terms of the standards that we would apply for these important judicial processes. So as physicians practicing in the U.S., why is it important for us to look at this global perspective on the death penalty? Well, I think we want to know uh, what the Western countries that presumably have the same standards that we do think about our death penalty laws. We uh, represent a country that is values and is well known for its adherence to the highest standards of the human rights. And uh, so I think our position in uh, the opinions that foreign countries, other countries have about us uh, is important. And 
in some respect, is uh, reflected by the fact that we are one of the few countries, Western, the only Western country, that uh, still has the death penalty. And in other worldwide countries, are physicians involved in those executions? We don't know about that, uh, but uh, what we do know from uh, the information Amnesty International has been able to determine, yes, physicians are involved in those executions. So let's take a step back in history and look at the death penalty in both the U.S. and worldwide. When did the death penalty come into play in the United States? Well, the death penalty uh, dates back uh, to uh, colonial times, and since the founding of the country, we've had the death penalty. The uh, death penalty uh, during uh, colonial times was carried out in the ways that would uh, horrify us today, pressing to death, drawing and quartering, burning at the stake. But uh, the methods uh, evolved over a period of time, and uh, during the... uh, 19th century and much of the 20th century, the methods of execution involved electrocution, hanging, and uh, gas chambers. And was there a period of time in the United States when the death penalty was not legal? There, were, there was a period of uh, four years uh, between 1972 and 1976 when there was a hiatus in the death penalty. That was the result of a Supreme Court decision in 1972 which found that the death penalty was carried out in a capricious and uh, uh, arbitrary manner and declared it unconstitutional on those grounds. The death penalty was then reinstated in uh, 1976 after a series of Supreme Court decisions which provided, among other things, for the requirement of the use of mitigating circumstances in the the penalty phase of the death penalty. So, Dr. Zittrin, have physicians been involved in the death penalty from way back in colonial days? We don't know what the, uh, or I don't have any information uh, about the role of physicians uh, in carrying out the death penalty Uh, in colonial days, I would think it likely that uh, they did participate, providing advice on how the death penalty should be carried out most efficiently. But we do know that physicians were involved much more recently in those situations where the death penalty was carried out by hanging, electrocution, uh, the use of gas, and the like. And what what roles did physicians play in those executions? Well, the uh, role in uh, the role that physicians played in uh, the situations where hanging was the method was to determine uh, exactly uh, what the best length of rope should be for a particular condemned inmate of of a certain size in order to uh, have the uh, hanging carried out in the most efficient way. Certainly, uh, during the use of electrocution, the physicians were required to decide when the electrocuted uh, inmate was dead, and uh, in the case of the use of uh, poison gas, 
decisions were made by physicians to physicians as to the quantities of gas most uh, likely to be most effective in carrying out the execution. Are physicians also involved in the decision of whether somebody is competent to be put to death? Well, the uh, ethical guidelines of the American Medical Association prohibit the physicians from participating in executions. Um, The ban is because they feel the uh, participation violates the ethical guidelines of the association. As to judgments about or determinations of the competency of condemned inmates to be executed, that uh, is uh, ethically permitted because it's understood that that uh, judgment would be only advisory to the person or the uh, agency that would make the final decision. Treating the mentally ill uh, condemned inmate to restore competence to be executed is prohibited by the uh, American Medical Association standards. So you've talked about physicians being involved in sort of helping to choose the right method or the the parts of the method and also maybe deciding whether somebody was competent to be executed. Are they also involved when an execution is complete in making sure that the inmate is in fact deceased? Again, the standards of the uh, AMA, the ethical guidelines, prohibit the physician from participating in any aspect of the execution process. And indeed, the uh, prohibition extends to the ban on the physician appearing in the execution chamber. And we're talking now about lethal injection, which is the method of execution that is used now, with the exception of one state, in every state that has the death penalty. Uh, the only procedure permitted under the ethical guidelines is by the physician is the certification of death uh, of the executed inmate after someone else has pronounced that person dead. So you mentioned lethal injection. When did that first come into use in the United States? Lethal injection came into use uh, for the first time in 1977 in uh, Oklahoma. It was not used, it was developed in 1977 by a physician uh, without very much research or uh, active consideration by experts about lethal injection. It was first used in 1982 in an execution in Texas. Let's get a little technical about this. What is a lethal injection, at least as we define it today? What's involved, what drugs, and how is it carried out? A lethal injection involves the use of three drugs which are given in sequence. Those drugs are sodium thiopental, which is a bar- short-acting barbiturate, function of which is to render the uh, inmate unconscious. The second uh, drug that's given is pancuronium bromide, or pavulon, which is a paralytic agent, uh, which paralyzes the diaphragm and all voluntary muscles, and a third drug, potassium chloride, which stops the heart. And these drugs are given intravenously 
first the barbiturate, then the uh, paralytic drug, uh, the barbiturate to render the inmate unconscious, the paralytic drug to uh, prevent any movement of the uh, inmate, and then the potassium chloride, which stops the heart and uh, causes death. The death penalty is a hot topic in any arena. Physician involvement continues to be the subject of scrutiny, controversy, and challenge in the press, in the courts, and in the medical profession. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Arthur Zittrin, for his enlightened information about the death penalty, lethal injection, and the AMA policy. I'm your host, Dr. Bruce Bloom, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.